0: (laughs) Morning prayer starts on page three. Thus saith the High and Lofty One that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is Holy, I dwell in the High and Holy Place, with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble, and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Continuing on page 7. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the
1: Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord.
0: The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 for the Venite begins on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with songs. is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 49 begins on page 396. O hear ye this, all ye people, ponder it with your ears, all ye that dwell in the world. High and low, rich and poor, one with another. My mouth shall speak of wisdom, and my heart shall muse of understanding. I will incline mine ear to the parable, and show my dark speech upon the harp. Wherefore should I fear in the days of evil, when wickedness at my heels compass me round about? There be some that put their trust in their goods, and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches. But no man may deliver his brother, nor give ransom unto God for him. For it cost
1: more to redeem their souls, so that he must let that alone for ever
0: that he shall live alway and not see the grave
1: for he seeth that wise men also die and perish together as well as the ignorant and
0: foolish and leave their riches for other and yet they think that their houses shall continue for ever and that their dwelling-places shall endure from one generation to another and call the lands after their own names
1: Nevertheless, man being in honor abideth not, seeing he may be compared
0: unto the beasts that perish. Their way is very foolishness, yet their posterity praise their saying. They lie in the grave
1: like sheep. Death is their shepherd, and the righteous shall have dominion over them in the morning. Their beauty shall consume in the sepulchre, and have no abiding.
0: But God hath delivered my soul from the power of the grave for he shall receive me. Be not thou afraid, though one be made rich, or if the glory of his house be increased. He shall carry nothing away with him when he dieth, neither shall his pomp follow him.
1: For while he lived, he counted himself a happy man, and so long as thou doest well unto thyself, men will speak good of thee.
0: He shall follow the generation of his fathers, and shall never see light man
1: that is in honor but hath no understanding is compared unto the beasts that
0: perish glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy Ghost.
1: as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen here begins the
2: 31st chapter of the first book of samuel now the philistines fought against israel And the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines and fell slain on Mount Gilboa. Then the Philistines followed hard after Saul and his sons, and the Philistines killed Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malchishua, Saul's sons. The battle became fierce against Saul. The archers hit him, and he was severely wounded by the archers. Then Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and thrust me through with it lest these uncircumcised men come and thrust me through and abuse me. But his armor-bearer would not, for he was greatly afraid. Therefore Saul took a sword and fell on it. And when his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he also fell on his sword and died with him. So Saul, his three sons, his armor-bearer, and all his men died together that same day. And when the men of Israel... Who were on the other side of the valley, and those who were on the other side of the Jordan, saw that the men of Israel had fled, and that Saul and his sons were dead, they forsook the cities and fled. And the Philistines came and dwelt in them. So it happened the next day, when the Philistines came to strip the slain, that they found Saul and his three sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. And they cut off his head and stripped off his armor and sent word throughout the land of the Philistines to proclaim it in the temple of their idols and among the people. Then they put his armor in the temple of the Ashtoreths, and they fastened his body to the wall of Beth-shan. Now when the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead heard what the Philistines had done to Saul, all the valiant men arose and traveled all night and took the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons from the wall of Beth-shan and they came to Jabesh and burned them there. Then they took their bones and buried them under the tamarisk tree at Jabesh and fasted, fasted seven days.
0: Here ends the first lesson. on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: It begins the 27th verse of the 20th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Then some of the Sadducees, who deny that there is a resurrection, came to him and asked him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote to us that if a man's brother dies having a wife and he dies without children, his brother should take his wife and raise up off seven brothers. And the first took a wife and died without children. And the second took her as wife and he died childless. Then the third took her and in like manner, the seven also. And they left no children and died. Last of all, the woman died also. Therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife? Does she become? For all seven had her as wife. Jesus answered and said to them, The sons of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are counted worthy to attain that age and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage, nor can they die any more, for they are equal to the angels and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection. But even Moses showed in the burning bush passage that the dead are raised when he called the Lord the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. For he is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for all live to him. Then some of the scribes answered and said, Teacher, you have spoken well. But after that, they dared not question him any more. Here ends the second lesson.
0: to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Let thy merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of thy humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions, Make them to ask such things as please Thee, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace, and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defendest Thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in Thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with Thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by Thy governance, may be righteous in Thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. The lesson from Samuel is sort of the, tra- you know, it is the
3: tragic end of, of Saul and his sons, but it spiritually highlights what happens when we decide to fight the wrong battle, fight the battle for ourselves and not not the battle uh, for God and and for what is right and good. Um, Saul Saul is has been committed to. Um, himself. He to self preservation and he's been unwilling to repent, unwilling to listen to the word of God. Everything is about self preservation. And the end result is that he causes the death of Israel, you know, the defeat of Israel and, and the death of his, his whole family and his son Jonathan, who really could have uh you know, uh, his whole alliance with David could have become something very significant for Israel. And I think there's a parallel here in the New Testament where we have Jesus being confronted by the Sadducees and Pharisees who are also fighting a battle for themselves. And it, it illustrates how this battle for self can take many different forms. It can be overt narcissism like Saul. I'm going to do what I want and justify it because I'm king. It can take a religious form where I I have my doctrine and I fight um, for what I believe. And just it, it's the, the tremendous irony of this scene where people are actually debating the Torah with the Son of God, with the Word made flesh. Um, and a lot of times when people hold on to religious doctrine, you know, what they say may be technically true or rooted in the truth, but they're not aware of how they're clinging to what it is they're clinging to is really an expression of an unresolved inner thing within themselves. And and so they I've seen this a lot in especially very fundamentalist kinds of religions where there's a lot of interior uh, problems, wounds that people are not facing within themselves. Um, things they don't want to acknowledge about their lives. And because I won't do that introspective work, I will I will cling on to my doctrine, and I'll fight for the rightness of this thing and and project outward. And that often happens in terms of projection, project, projecting onto others some of the emotions that are rightly re, uh, directed towards oneself. And, and the, the key to avoiding this is humility and repentance. If we look at Saul... He could have avoided all this simply by when when realizing that hey you know in that initial test when he didn't wait for samuel when he didn't do what god said do the malachites you know yeah i didn't do that um and now i'll accept my own um consequence and also the time of learning that i must go through to learn to do the right thing well, note this about David, because we're contrasting Saul and David, that David is also eventually going to fall into a very great sin, where he does something wrong. But notice the difference between David and Saul, when David falls into his sin, um, and he's confronted, he says, you're right, and completely embraces the consequence of it. Likewise, when we're holding on to truth like the Sadducees and Pharisees uh are pretend to do in the in the God, in the New Testament lesson um, we can hold on to truth with humility that is we know what we know the creeds and the scriptures, but we don 't know everything about everything, and truth is I think we it's rightly to see truth contemplatively. We accept the way things are. The truth of God is revealed in the scriptures and in the tradition, but there are ways that we grow into greater understandings of what that means. And the Pharisees and Sadducees who are taking Jesus on are locked into a narrow understanding of Torah. Jesus means not to cancel that out, but to give them a fuller understanding. So we always... Uh, pr- hold on to truth with humility. It will never deny the creeds or the scriptures, but we'll understand that maybe somebody has something to say about it we don't really understand yet. So we can listen to other teachers and and understand. And there's a nuance there. It's easier just to say, no, this is what I believe, and I reject everything that I'm not comfortable with. But but the humility and the repentance, you know, the the way to to avoid. Um, fighting the losing battle for oneself that for Israel ends up in defeat on the mountain of Gilboa. And for New Testament Israel, this conflict between the Sadducees, Pharisees, scribes, and Jesus, it's going to end up with the complete destruction of Israel, as Jesus had prophesied a couple of days ago in our lessons. Your enemies will surround you. They'll build an embankment. They'll level you because you didn't know the time of your visitation. They're fight. Both are fighting a losing battle we We avoid that losing battle by repentance and humility by continuing to be uh to look at ourselves when we're really angry about something or strident about something to understand what's in this for us? Am I really fighting simply for the truth or am I fighting because I have wounded pride or my nose got bent out of joint or I'm afraid of competition or someone taking my spot um and so this, in our lives, we just the, the continuous repentance, examining our motives, uh, and being willing to, to own our own role in our lives, and what, how we're participating in any conflict, we always have a role in it, and then, with regard to truth, we hold to the faith. But to hold it with humility that's willing to understand that people can give us new insights and, and sometimes the humblest of people can give us the, the greatest of insights. And humility and repentance what keeps us able to fight the battle for God, both outwardly and also in our own lives, as God reveals things about ourselves. Sometimes we're not willing or you know, eager to face, but a willingness to face those is how we avoid being Saul on the battlefield with the, with the Philistines and the scribes and Pharisees fighting fruitlessly with the Son of God. Uh, we, we submit ourselves rather than contend and fight our battle rather than the battle uh, the battle for truth and for God.
0: So a few thought, thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with a prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O oh God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. and by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you this morning. Um, Have a wonderful Thursday, and we'll look forward to seeing you this evening. Bye. Bye bye. Thank good you. <laughs> Very.